And I said to them, I said, can I wear my hot dog costume? So I had my hot dog costume on, walked on the stage, had all my music. You know, I remember I was playing Titanium and I had the mic and I'll never forget this. And I put my hands up and I was like, GCU, let's see you go. Hello and welcome to episode 15 of A Chat with Elliot and Matt. My name is Elliot Bibby. And my name is Matt Lamb. I don't know if it's episode 15 or 16. It's 15. Is it 15? Right. My name is Elliot Bibby. And my name is still Matt Lamb. Oh, you're... <laughs> I forgot where we come from. Anyway, uh, if you're new here to this podcast, uh, myself, Elliot and Matt, we chat about... I've just said myself... Elliot and Matt, my name is just Elliot, not Elliot and Matt. We chat about something personal that's happened to us, something random and something business related in our life in the past week. So, Matt, do you want to kick us off with your business or work related thing this week? Yeah, no worries, Elliot. More than pleasure to start off this week in a different order. That feels great and totally took me by surprise. So, um, things up. Keep yeah, no, like, keep me on my toes like a ballerina. So I'll now just pirouette into my work one. And um, let me just uh, start off by saying that, you know, it's, it's, been a, it's been a great week, hasn't it, Elliot? It feels positive week this week. The light nights are, the light nights are roaring in, aren't they? Well, by your, the look of your suntan, I think you've just been, not really been doing much, to be honest. Just, that's the first thing I said. You're in your nice Hawaiian shirt. You've got a red face. You've just been sitting out in the sun sunbathing the past week. That's what I thought you'd been doing. Literally, I've not been out once in the last three days. I go on my walk in the morning, but it was it was foggy this morning. Uh, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna take a screenshot from this recording, and I'm gonna put it on Instagram so you can see. It. I'll put it as an actual post at Elliot Bibby Magic, and I'll tag you in it, Matt. And go and have a look. Check out Matt's shirt and his red suntan burnt face. I think it's just the sun setting with the. The reflection off of the window to be honest but let's get like cracking the, straight. the window isn't even the light isn't even on your face so uh i don't think you can use that excuse to be honest anyway back to my work so this week i was delivering a, another guest lecture uh, to university of central lancashire great university down south been a guest lecturer there now three times in the last two years which has been great and I got asked to be part of a symposium 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 something like that isn't it so I was part of that and it was to do with marketing within the events and tourism industry and it was big it was a huge conference I was the last speaker it was really a great opportunity to to talk um, about events and tourism it was a great opportunity to highlight global issues global opportunities and to really allow the students to have a bit of inspiration as such. Other speakers were from organizations who deal with tourism on a daily basis, and a lot of them were talking about staycations and everything like that. And I, I kind of just came in with a wrecking ball, and I introduced this idea of uneventful is about you and E. So stay with me here, because I quite like this. I made it up literally as I was talking. So the uneventful year is actually about you becoming eventful. Or you becoming an entrepreneur, or you becoming blah, blah, blah. So I, I kind of used the two letters and 
the lecturer said they really he thought it was a well thought through idea i was like yeah i thought about it 30 seconds before i said it so it was great it was uh it was a great presentation 25 minutes just talking away and it was it was brilliant to be able to engage with more students that i think i think in the last six months i think i've spoke to like five six thousand students wow. so it's uh yeah it's been quite intense to be honest but it's good but it's great so that one was a big one so that's another another one done 25 minute headline act at this sim symposium sim symposium i can't see even say that word either yeah supposing them you know supposing them. someone said it and i said that sounds easy to say <laughs> so i just said conference <laughs> um, it, it reminds me of what you were talking about the u of e is the word assume assume is to make an ass out of you and me ass yeah. you and that is actually assume assume because if you assume something then and it you assume wrong then it does make an ass out of you and the person thinking about it yeah you're right i've never actually assumed that before oh you've assumed you've put a d on the end you're all about the d so elliot what is your work a business related one this week that you've came prepared look at you looking at your notes eh? so prepared yeah always oh right the reason that i write my notes is because usually i think about the podcast all week and i think right what am i going to talk about and instead of just coming up with something like you say 30 seconds before now i don't know if that's just in the conference or in this podcast or in your life in general i thought you were going to say <laughs> something there <laughs> no, no i'm just never i come prepared all the time so I think about what I'm going to say on the podcast. If something pops into my head, going, oh, that'd be quite a good thing to mention on the podcast. Um, I will write it down on the notes section of my phone. So this week's business or work-related one came to me uh, this morning. <laughs> so uh, that was because the Edinburgh Festival came, up, came out a couple of days ago and said they were going to be doing stuff. The Edinburgh Fringe have come out today and made an announcement saying, well, the Edinburgh Fringe Society have, and they've said that the Fringe is going ahead. And that's now the headlines in the, the news this evening and all on social media is, Edinburgh Fringe is going ahead, hooray. But it's not. It's not really because the Fringe Society have come out and said, yeah, it's go ahead. But me being a performer, going, right, okay, how how's that going to work for me? How The main thing is, how's it going to work for the venues? Because the Scottish Government still haven't given us a sort of roadmap or any clear guidance on how many people can sit inside um, or when sort of... We're basically looking at sort of how nightclubs and theatres are going to open. We're basically waiting for that sort of roadmap. And that, that hasn't been, really been announced yet. They said the end of June for was it level zero i think and level zero is still socially distanced now if it's two meters socially distanced it's not going to go ahead because it's not viable as a performer or a producer or a venue to even try and make money from that one meter apart is a possibility um, where we could do socially distanced and it might work but i say it's for me it's not worth my while really uh, financially to do it and i live in edinburgh and i mean i probably still do I wouldn't do a full run, but I would do maybe a Thursday, Friday, Saturday evening and do like three shows a week um, because you're not going to have all these international people flying in. Or you're not going to have as big an audience. It's going to be a local audience. So I'm going off on a rant here, but 
the headline and I've seen people sharing it and it's oh the fringe is going to be on it's, it's not I don't think the Edinburgh fringe will ever be at the size that it, it once was I don't think it's ever going to go back to the way it was and reflecting on that which I'm doing right now is it's actually been an, a real honour I'm quite proud that I've actually performed at the Edinburgh fringe and been able to experience it in its real sort of the, well, the way it was um, because performers coming up now and people in the future will never have experienced what I or what you have felt at the Edinburgh and many other performers and people that have gone to it it just won't be the same I think I think I've got a few questions for you like how yeah. do you I think sometimes French society aside I'm not talking about any specific organization just in case anyone listens to this and goes oh you're having a go at organizations I'm not I don't think certain organizations sometimes think of their comments and the repercussions of it because you're now thinking, you're not sitting here and you're, you're saying to yourself, how can that be feasible when they're giving you hope? But I don't think hope, it's just like with regards to when Boris gave hope to everyone. Let's be honest, they're going to, England's going to lock down in four weeks, 100%. There's going to be a lockdown. So I don't think they can come out and say the fringe is coming back. It's not coming back, as you said. So how did you firstly, like, how do you feel this is going to change? Ah, yeah, that, that's my question, actually. How do you think this is going to change your career, if you don't mind me answering that one? Because I know how big the fringe is as part of you and other performers' lives. Do you think you're going to prioritise it as much as you did, or do you think you're going to have to look at... Yeah, I still think I'm going to prioritise doing something because it is, it is such an amazing thing, the Edinburgh Fringe, and it's known around the world. They've just seen that the Edinburgh Festival have said something and they've gone, oh, we, we should probably do something as well. Um, and, yeah, I think they've sort of jumped the gun a little bit. I think they should should have waited for the Scottish government to come out and give us a clearer roadmap. I know that lots of people are waiting and they really need to know if things are going to go ahead, but I think they should have waited. The pro the thing was, but because I've just I've got the article here. Well, one of the articles. So it says that the first minister said she was optimistic about a return to normality for venues and nightclubs over the summer. So people have jumped on that comment and they've said, "Let's go for it." But you're right because they've also said the announcement for the fringe was made the day after the Edinburgh International Festival announced that it would be bringing back live events at temporary outdoor venues, and it was also the day after first minister said that. What they also said was many of these plans are still in development, so we're happy to share the headlines with you. But it's, it's, it's and day you see it on social media now. Yeah. Edinburgh Fringe is going ahead, and people are just going, to be like, "Oh, great!" That's yeah, but well, it's not because you know, as you've said, I, I really, yeah, I, 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 actually don't think it's it's done themselves any good by announcing it. Anyway, that is my business work related rant this week. Um, uh, have you got any other questions on that? I mean, I could go on for hours and hours talking about this, but I'm going to cut it short. But if anybody at all that listens to the podcast has any thoughts on the Edinburgh Festival Fringe, got to call it its right name, going ahead, um, or anything at all, then send us a little message. Might read it out next week because we'll probably still be going on about it. There'll be more announcements. I mean, uh, you could talk from a from a performance point of view. I could talk from a consumer events point of view, from the whole idea of consumption and promise and hyper realities and psychological unsatisfaction. But I think the the overall arching thing is here, Elliot. There's no point turning out and saying we're going to bring back the fringe when the fringe will never be brought back. Mm -hmm.
So I feel as if I've just offloaded all my thoughts and baggage there on you. But I suppose that's what we do this podcast for, to have a chat. So uh, Matt, do you want to tell us what your personal thing is this week? Yeah, so my personal one this week is that I signed up for the hospital charity radio lollipop radio. Uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> I I decided to get in the application because I'm going to be going into a full time job over the summer. I decided to I decided to to think about you know giving back in regards to what I've always loved to do, which is uh, entertainment. And I thought let's get back into something that, that would be worthwhile to do. So I decided to get my application done, sign, fill it in, send it away and see what happens. So currently still waiting, but Lollipop Radio, Lollipop Radio, Lollipop Radio is a radio station that happens within hospitals around the world, South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, all over the place. And there's one in Glasgow in the Children's Hospital. So when I was in hospital as a child years and obviously years ago, I remember listening to it at eight o'clock, you know, the shows are on six to nine before bed. And, um, and sometimes even during the day and, the volunteers are always enthusiastic and very much dedicated. So I just thought I may as well take my dulcet tones and use them somewhere. So, <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, so I thought, you know, you know, just going on and be like, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Radio Lollipop is about to say good night and farewell. Then p- play there and... There you go. Here's there your, your chip. Get practicing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Radio... I'll give you a little Okay. Throw the music and then I'll bring it down. It'll be all professional. So this will be this will be Matt's first show on Radio Lollipop. Maybe you could we could cut this and send it to them as a little intro, or maybe if they're listening to the podcast, they might be like, "Oh, he's incredible." We should definitely get his producer in as well to do all the producing stuff. Anyway, here we go. Welcome to Radio Lollipop. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's 9pm on this Wednesday evening and Radio Lollipop wants to say good night with our final hour of amazing music as you all get tucked up away to bed and we'll see you for tea and toast in the morning. Have a great night and thanks for listening to Radio Lollipop. Well, I think that was great. I think they should say I think- I think we're in. I think we should just send it. I think people will be laughing right now, going, "Look at the two of them. They're like pretending they're on Hit FM." Yeah, so, um, um, Scott Mills and uh, Chris, Chris Stark. Is it Chris Stark? I think Chris Stark. Yeah, Chris Stark I, 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 the producer, wasn't he? Or is he the producer? And now he's like the producer Chris, as well. Chris is the producer. So you should know. I mean, he's mates with you. Your mate, Greg James. No, yeah. I don't know who Greg James is. Uh, producer is they're not really on the they're not really on the show but i'm my my old friend craig james um don't know what the accent was but yeah so yeah so that's my that's my one personal thing this week so i'm actually quite excited about it i think it's going to be i think it'll be quite um yeah it'll be quite cool if i can get a chance because you volunteer on the wards as well so you actually you volunteer in the hospital um and they're trying to bring it back in the middle of the pandemic so You've yeah. worked in a radio station before, though, haven't you, when you are at university? I used to listen to your radio show. An Hour with the Lamb, Monday night, 8 o'clock, every Monday for, I think, four years. Yeah, I did listen to, I think I listened to maybe three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It was actually, you know what, 
Right, so so it started as a podcast. It was a recorded podcast way back in 2009. And then we got a live studio and it was just amazing. It was a it was a black box and it was this mic that wasn't really a mic. And I remember like I was 18. I just started Hamleys. The world was overwhelming. I was becoming an adult. I had a radio show. I was going out on a Wednesday night. I couldn't believe I was going out in a nightclub. And this, you know, it, it kind of all kind of was adding up and I was like, oh my God, life. And then we got a proper studio in Radio Cali. And I remember Radio Cali's, I think it was their, it was it was like the fourth birthday or third birthday. And I was like the headline DJ at, at, the, at the show. And I said to them, I said, can I wear my hot dog costume? So I had my hot dog costume on, walked on the stage, had all my music, you know, and I remember I was playing Titanium and I had the mic and I'll never forget this. And I put my hands up and I was like, GC, let's see you go. I am Titanium. And we were proper. Like I was just, that was in my element. I can't DJ for crap, but I was just loving the whole MCing and all this kind of stuff. And I remember I had the place bouncing. And I think radio, radio has that, radio has that ability to allow someone to party and dance when they're not actually somewhere they should be partying and dancing. So maybe they're in the car, but you can bring that to them. I mean, not in respect to what I've done, but it was just great. I, I just loved it. I would, I would have loved to have had that as a career, but unfortunately I just didn't study journalism. So that no, was it. So I actually, I can actually relate to that about the MC in part, because when I was at university, I was at Edinburgh Napier University. I actually emceed a couple of their freshers weeks, actually, um, on their main sort of big nights when they had the headline DJs. But I, the one that stands out was I had to sort of do the, the crowd warm up earlier on in the evening before the other DJs went on before the main DJ. And I basically had to do uh, some games. So I had to grab people out of the audience and make them do random stuff it was what was it it was like one side had to try and get a beach ball around the audience to the other side and then there was other ones where they had to take away all the red skittles from a packet so and it was just really random stuff like this. and then it was five shots of water and one shot of tequila and they had to keep a straight face when doing all the shots and the audience had to guess which one was the shot of tequila. And just really random games like this that you would never... Oh, there was a dance-off as well, which was fun. And, yeah, so I was basically doing all these student games and hosting that. And then I had to then introduce all the other DJs. And it was just great fun emceeing it all. That was probably one of my biggest audiences then. It was about 1,500 people. None of them were paying attention. Well, they were. I had them in the palm of my hand. It was the MC. <laughs> I think what's really interesting, I see when you think about it, see when we're looking back, because we've took the time to, you know, not just us, but like there's time to reflect on when you're in a DJ. I remember I was told years ago, when you're in a when you're in a nightclub, the DJ is controlling your emotions, the DJ is controlling your body, the DJ is controlling everything. I remember I walked into the garage once, which is a very classy establishment in Glasgow. I remember I went in and I remember shouting with my pals who were in that lecture with me that day. I was like, the DJ's controlling us. And the DJ's like, let the balloon drop. And then the balloon's only dropping. They never had an American accent. But it's just, I just, I love that whole, I love that whole euphoria. There's just something amazing about it. Of course, can you imagine, can you imagine if I'd done Radio Lollipop? Right, right, everyone, you know, let's hear, you know, Let's hear you banging the walls. Let's bang the doors, you know. Um, yeah, maybe a riot, but it's... Uh, Definitely not going to get 
a job on the prison radios. <laughs> Come on, start a riot, everybody. <laughs> Battle yourselves. Yeah, throw the toilet rolls. Well, I'm glad we meandered on that one. Elliot, what's your personal one this week? So my personal one this week is I have started with a PT. So I was I was sort of in shape, then I got out of shape, and then I got back into shape, and then got back out of shape, and now I'm going to attempt to get back into shape because I've panicked that everything's opening back up again and I need to fit into my suit. So... Uh, no, I'm just kidding. So it does fit me. Please book me for gigs. I've started with a PD called Callum Morrison, who is my girlfriend's brother. So he is just qualified. Well, he's not just qualified. He's qualified about a year ago as a PT. And I've been watching his results online. And any time that I've sort of spoken to him, he's been telling me about it. And uh, what he's doing is absolutely fantastic. He's got such a great um, depth knowledge on the subject and knows exactly what he's talking about so i have signed up with him and we started on monday and it's day three now and yeah i've uh it's been going well it's been interesting having to literally because we're literally tracking everything that goes in my mouth like literally the the amount of food and water and protein and everything just got to track it on this app on my fitness pal and which is sort of the best one that's anyone listening that's into the sort of fitness so will know and so we've been tracking on that and i've got my exercises so i've done two workouts already this week and it's all sort of tailored to me which is good is system that he uses incredible very i've just been able to just get along and do it my biggest thing was i wasn't really sure what i was doing and i had a pt in the past who was fantastic and that was great for being in a gym but when you're not in a gym, then you sort of don't really know what to do. So that's why I've not done anything the past year. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been really good. I'm really excited. I never thought I'd be excited about looking after myself and getting in shape and talking about my diet. But yeah, the, I've had a couple of meltdowns and uh, <laughs> Jenny, my girlfriend, will tell you that I've been trying to track my food and I'm going, how many calories in this? Oh, I've almost started crying that I can't have a bit of mayo on my sandwich or something because the amount of calories and mayonnaise it's just been ridiculous because up until well sunday evening i was just literally eating and drinking whatever i wanted at whatever times and now i've actually got to be strict if i want to achieve my goals so yeah that's my personal one this week is i have started with a pt so i'll keep you informed of how i get on hell it's going to turn up and he's going to be running a marathon by the end of the month i'm going to be like the hulk well, no, actually, no, I won't be, because that's not one of my goals. It's all about goals. Achievable goals. But there's a, yeah, it's going to be good. It's good fun. I just thought I would put that out here for everyone to, to know that I am, uh, yeah, signed up with Callum Morrison PT. If you actually, if you check out his Instagram, he's actually got loads of content up there, which I've been sort of consuming for the past year. It's been really good. He does some really good posts about your health and diet and just some top tips about looking after yourself so i'd highly recommend checking out his instagram he's also got a a mailing list that you can sign up i've signed up to his weekly emails because they're absolutely fantastic so much content in there so elliot do you want to give us your one random thing this week 
So my one random thing this week is I received an email saying that a subscription to, well, a membership that I'm part of is due to be renewed. It was for the International Brotherhood of Magicians, which is like a group of magicians worldwide, and they have sort of different clubs around the world. So I'm part of the IBM British Ring, so it's lots of magicians in the UK. And that was actually the close-up competition that I won in 2018, the IBM British Close-Up Magic Champion. So i just drop that in there. Clang, because I'd like to drop it into any conversation I can. British Close-Up Magic Champion. So, yeah, I'm part of that group and you pay your subscription every year. And I just thought, like, they had a little bit extra. They said you, if you want to donate to the club or add in any extra, then you can do on this little link. So I pay my membership and I add in a little bit extra. And that's not my random thing. I'm not just going, hey, look at me, I give to clubs. The thing is, I thought, you know what, clubs and other membership type things over the past year, they've probably struggled more than ever. So I think if you are part of a club, like almost like maybe like a golf club or scouts or cubs, uh, we chatted about that last week, or any sort of clubs, are you part of any clubs, Matt? No, because I was never, I was never actually in Glasgow for more than eight months so i never actually got involved in anything i was i was in a dance club when i was in northampton i, I done my cha-cha every monday evening i think I, my point is of this random one is i think <laughs> anyone now should be supporting your clubs um because they've obviously struggled over the last year so anything you can do to help them out then i think you should so, Matt, you are looking very excited about your random thing this week. So, do you want to let us know what it is? What's your random, one random thing this week? It's not really it's not really that probably excitable to anyone else but me. So, not going to talk about the flat, but I don't have a TV. So, um, I, I decided that well, I really well, want... Very, I am very well played there. Very well. I don't have a TV. Because just in case anyone from the TV licensing board is listening, they know now know that Matt doesn't have a TV. I don't actually watch TV either. No, you don't. I've never actually seen you ever watch TV, in all seriousness. I've got TVs in the flat, but that's just to so I can plug my PS4 in. But it's for normality. It's actually normality. We have to have a TV device. We don't have to have it watchable exactly there you go so take that tv licensing board so elliot's 54 inch screen tv is only used for playstation for crash pandicoot call of duty with my friend mark tom and tammy so yeah so i i went and bought a dvd portable player so not not a dvd player to attach to a television i don't have but actually genuinely a portable nine inch it wasn't do you know it was parent um What's that? What's that camera? A Polaroid. It was a Polaroid. I kid you not. A Polaroid portable DVD player. Right. I was. I was out. I was amazed. So the reason I got excited is last night I watched Devil Wears Prada, my favorite film of all time. Tonight I'm going to watch Hotel Rwanda, or maybe Vantage Point. I don't know. Probably Vantage Point because I quite like that one. But I'm just so excited to have like a bit of entertainment, and I've gotten next to my plant that was dead last night, but I've managed to bring it back to life today. But um, it just looks amazing. <laughs> You've brought your plant back to life. <laughs> I did, I give it. Yeah, my name is Moses. I brought it uh, four glasses of water and it was back. Right. It was deed. 
<laughs> it was deep. It wasn't. It, yeah, was, it just. It's not Scottish. So it yeah, do you know, Well, no, it didn't just work. It was one of these like white willow pearl orchid things. Right. But like literally, it was standing like this yesterday morning, and it, and then it was standing like this, right. horizontal by the by the end of the night. And then I was like, I hadn't been in my flat all day. And then I got home and I was like, oh my God, it's deed. So this morning it was back alive. So fair enough. So yeah, that's my fun. So my so my excitable one is I now have DVD sitting in front of me. I've got Shall We Dance? I've got Little Miss Sunshine, Miss Congeniality. I mean, it's so much. It was unbelievable. Hey, well, um, I think if anybody listening has any dvd recommendations for matt that he'll be able to pick up at the bargain bin of home bargains for 199 because people don't even have dvds anymore do they? it's so high tech we're all even blu-rays remember blu-rays <laughs> they take off don't they did did they not really um it's all sort of downloads now isn't it so i tell you what i've got I've, there's people at home listening probably have a few dvds kicking around so matt's oh, not no. doing much at the moment so if you've got them, send them into them. Or recommend. yeah, that, it sounds like Blue Peter. Like send in your postal request. I I have three hundred DVDs in the loft up the stair. I just haven't went and got them all yet. Well, that'll take you what about two weeks to get through. <laughs> yeah, I have got stuff to do. Sunbathe and be a sunbathe and yeah, apparently well, be a headliner but, on Radio Lollipop or headliner on your conferences. Headliner on Buchanan Street when there's no one else about, just standing there hosting the whole street. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, so I've got a portable DVD player. That's why I'm excited. So that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you did enjoy uh, this episode and you're enjoying the podcast, then please tell your friends about it. Uh, get them to subscribe as well so you don't miss an episode. And also, if you go to Apple Podcasts, you can rate our podcast five stars and leave a little review if you want so that it's podcast goes out to more people and more people can find it uh thank you very much uh, for listening again um i'm gonna leave you with the final words this week what would you like to say to everybody it doesn't need to be a poem like you normally do if you've got any wise wisdom have you ever just took a picture frame off a wall changed the photo looked at it differently thought about an image that is important in your life and wanted to make sure that every day you look at it and it's the central focus of your thought, your day or your time. Whatever that is, frame it, keep it and look at it every day and frame whatever you do in your life around the most important things to you. Good night.